Hey, baby. Hey. Naomi and Andy here with yep. a quick cue slash request. Yes. So, okay, Acast is doing these audience surveys, okay? We put the link in the show notes. The link is going to be in the link tree on our on Instagram and everything like that. Here's the thing, Naomi. Yeah. You know, we're already pretty choosy about the ads right. that we allow on the show. No weapons manufacturers. Raytheon, get out of here. Yeah. Screw off, Raytheon. But we want to make sure that the ads are kind of tailored to y'all. Right. Okay? Right? Say you want to hear ads for a different world DVD box sets. We need to know that. We, we need can to go out that. to them. We can get the word <laughs> out. But we only can get the word out if you give us the word. So you got to fill out the survey. It is quick, quick, quick. And it just lets us know if the ads you're hearing are the right ads for you. Yeah. So get on over to the show notes where that link is or the Couples Therapy link tree and fill out that quick survey so we can pass the word on to ACAST. All right. Roll it. Life is full of what ifs. Some awesome. Like what if AI could fold your laundry? And some, well, less awesome. Like what if you have unexpected medical costs? United Healthcare can help get you covered with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. They supplement your primary plan to help you manage out-of-pocket costs. No deductibles, no enrollment periods, and especially no more what-ifs. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. Life is full of what-ifs. Some awesome. Like what if AI could fold your laundry? And some, well, less awesome. Like what if you have unexpected medical costs? United Healthcare can help get you covered with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. They supplement your primary plan to help you manage out-of-pocket costs. No deductibles, no enrollment periods, and especially no more what-ifs. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. I'm Katie Couric. I'm Bozma St. John. I'm an award-winning journalist. And I'm a trailblazing marketing executive. And we sound kind of full of ourselves, but together we're hosting a brand new podcast. To help us look beyond our pandemic present. It's called Back to Biz. With Katie and Bose. Each week we'll interview the leaders and big thinkers in industries from tech and education. To fashion and pop culture. To find out how they're adjusting to this new way of life. Listen to Back to Biz with Katie and Bose. On the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts. Or wherever you get your favorite shows. Open your hearts. Loosen your butts. It's time for Couples Therapy! Yeah, this podcast is Andy and Naomi's, where they can both laugh and hang with all their homies, talking excellent vacationing with brunches and cuddling, to messy situationships and conscious and coupling, from Netflix hookups to single them with some Hulu, text sex, regrets, or feeling on your new jubu. They gon' talk about it, ah, yeah, you are invited, ah, needing therapy, I guarantee, baby, we got it. Hello, everyone. I am Naomi. I am Andy. And we are a real-life couple. A real-life couple of comedians. And on Couples Therapy, we bring you the very best sets from our live show, where we have comics who are close do sets together about their relationship. Why did I put popcorn in my mouth right before I did that? That is so dumb and so rude. I I find it cute, Naomi. But I find a lot of things you do cute that other people would be like, why did you do that? Yeah, I know. That's what love is. (laughs) Is that really... 
exactly what our relationship is. Do you think that's true? That that's that is it boils down to if your partner does annoying things to other people, but you find them charming. That's love. Love is liking the dumb shit. Uh, Naomi, before we started, I, I did want to do an update on something from an earlier episode. Now, do you remember, Naomi, when I casually said something like, uh, hey, is, isn't it interesting how the worst drivers on the road uh, happen to own BMWs? Oh, I recall. And uh, I don't think you supported me on that exactly. No, I did not. <laughs> However, uh, a wonderful listener emailed us to say she's an experimental psychologist at a major medical school's Department of Public Health. Wow. She used to teach psychology including the research of one Dr. Paul Piff, who found across several studies that people with advantage, parentheses, including those with oodles of money, and parentheses, are real jerks. <laughs> and she links to his TED Talk, which you can find if you just look up Dr. Paul Piff yourself online. So I was right. Okay, so she was responding to your BMW claim by being like, here are the receipts. You are yes. correct. She, uh, Stephanie, don't be giving him receipts, okay? He think he right all the time anyway. Don't be backing him up with studies by Paul Piff. So I may have opinions, <laughs> but there is empirical evidence out there to support my opinions. Well, that's good. Science wish, coming through to wish, prove <laughs> that you right. That Well, I was going to say the wealthy are buttholes. <laughs> and that people who own BMWs, on average, on average I'm not saying everyone. I'm saying on average, mm -hmm. poor drivers because they're jerks and they're like, I can do what I want on this road. This road's mine. I own this asphalt. <laughs> Whose fault? Asphalt. Asphalt. <laughs> I was too late. Damn it. <laughs> Naomi, my dear, this is Hollywood season. Hollywood season. Halloween season. Halloween season. Spooky season, as the kids call it. I just want to hit myself in the head. With a uh, with a, a brick when I say, as the kids say, <laughs> as if I still don't have uh, the bloom of youth around me and the heart of a child oh, you beating did. within this chest. You do have the heart of a child. I saw half of the first season of She-Ra. <laughs> <laughs> She-Ra princesses of power. You know, we're going to get into lots of Halloween stuff in this episode. This episode is very spooky, guys. Okay, the theme is frights and fun. Yes, you're going to be scared and chilled. <laughs> Not from just my usual talk of mortality, but from other things. Jump scares, Naomi. Yes, that's right. Hidden throughout this episode, <laughs> people are going to scream in spooky voices at you. You'll hear mummies. You'll hear Draculas. You'll hear Frankensteins. Clanking graveyard smash. <laughs> that was the first one. That was the first jump scare. Oh, <laughs> so the jump scare was hearing just the... Uh, Part of uh, a lyric from the Monster Mash. Yep. <laughs> but Naomi, you want you did want to talk about some Halloween stuff. We were like trying to figure out what to talk about. I thought about. Um, I'm not a huge Halloween beyond candy. I'm not a huge Halloween fan. It doesn't do much for me. And I think that was one of the things that bonded us. But go on. I know that when I gave up was uh, I was in grad school and I came dressed as like a character from Mr. Show. <laughs> and it was just like a David Cross character who had worn a T-shirt. And so I. <laughs> Recreated that T-shirt, and I'm like, I'm that character from Mr. Show. Oh my god, a guy in a T-shirt! I believe it was literally what you wear. Every I believe the T-shirt said "Shut up, bitch" on it. Okay, yeah. So, and then I was like, I'm David Cross's character from Mr. Show, and that's what that was like. The last time that I cared at all, and that was like the end of caring. That was like the tail end, right? Like the last drips and drops in your gas tank of caring. Drips and drops. I use costumes as a con, and let me explain this. A costume. Go ahead. 
<laughs> I'm, tr- I'm trying to meet you at your level. I know. I I'm got- trying to meet you. Uh, my dear, I appreciate it. I was about to say that it looks like you're taking a page out of my book, and I appreciate it. You didn't uh, You didn't get, let me get my compliment out. But um, when I was younger, I really wanted a lot of silly putty for some reason. I, this was I must have been like 10 or 11. I think it was like fourth grade, whatever age you are in fourth grade. And I used Halloween as an excuse to get a lot of silly putty because I told my dad, I'm like, why don't, instead of like getting like one of these, uh, you know, co- like Incredible Hulk where it just says, you know, with an Incredible right. Hulk mask and it in says bag. the Incredible Hulk on it. <laughs> I want to create my own costume. But really it was a way to ha- get my on my dad's dime, buy a lot of silly putty. So I got a lot of fluorescent yellow silly putty. I what? bought uh, a, some cheap mask, and I put the silly putty all over the mask. Uh-huh. I was like, I don't know, a swamp monster? I got some other stuff. I was going to say, I'm like, what did you say it was? You just keep saying, I'm trying to get a silly putty, but what was the ruse to get the silly putty? What was the character? Le- legitimately, I came, I don't, I wish I had a name. It was just, hey, how do I get six eggs of silly putty? Six <laughs> eggs. And so I, I got that and then I came up with everything after the fact. And I used I you know, I put the silly putty over the mask and I was I legitimately must have been like a swamp monster or something uh-huh. like that. Yeah. Cause that was the <laughs> <laughs> that was again, the the forethought the the thought was only how do I get this silly putty? It wasn't how do I create a cool costume. And what did you do with the silly putty is the question. Afterwards? Oh my god, baby. I I lifted comics off of the newspaper. I molded it into fun shapes. What else do you do with silly buddy? I don't know. I was fascinated. I wanted like Nickelodeon gack. I wanted goop. I wanted oh, like I did love that stuff. I did love a gack. Yes. I did lo- anything Nickelodeon. I was a real like consuming child. I was like whatever Nickelodeon, all the shows, give me all the products. I was addicted. I wanted the, the like the hand slap, the wacky walkers that that walked down your wall. I wanted the hand slappers that left a weird film on your wall and my yeah. dad yelled at me at four. <laughs> he was like, "Do not do this. It leaves a weird film that you can't take off the wall." <laughs> It's yeah, whatever that those like hand. You know what I'm talking about? You like it was yeah, like, I do. Yeah, you like throw it yeah, at the wall and it sticks to the wall. Kind of yeah, yeah, comes down. Yeah, I think I gave up on Halloween so much earlier. It was probably like 11 or 12, and there was like they were having like a little Halloween. Like the kids in the apartment building, we all kind of gathered in the lobby, and it was like you know get some candy, and you know obviously parents take pictures. And there's very much a picture from that time where I am a witch and I am wearing. <laughs> Man, let me put that in quotes, by the way. You couldn't see. <laughs> I think vocally they got it. I am wearing green, like face paint with like black dots. I like paint, paint, probably my mom paint those on. And then like a cheapy witch's hat and then a Steve Urkel t shirt. <laughs> <laughs> and then like a cheap cape. Like it was just so very much that I was like, oh, I guess this is a thing. And it was Did like Did I cast that? <laughs> oh, there it is. And the picture, guys, if I can find this picture, I I won't have I won't be able to find it until the episode. But the picture my mom takes, I look so sad. I look so sullen and forlorn in this picture with this like weird green makeup that like is not I mean honey it's not blended it's not blended we are not giving you fucking alphabet and wicked okay it's not real it is literally just like a circle on the edge of the face Ooh, green look- face paint forlorn as in Lauren from Angel who had a green face <laughs> I see what you're laying down Naomi oh my god you really took us there that's amazing wait why were you so sad though I think I didn't want to be a witch. I didn't want to be this costume. And obviously it was haphazard. There was an Urkel shirt prominently displayed. Is this something your mom made you? Did you even have to so. like dress up? 
No, I think it was like, oh, you have to dress up, but like I didn't care. Like my heart wasn't in it. You know what I mean? Like it was just more like, it was like oh yeah. And I was like, okay, like everyone else is gonna be dressing up, so I should dress up. And then it's like, okay, well, what do I have? So it was slap it's like, dash. Slap dash. And I think it's always, you know, the pressure of costumes. And then of course when you're younger, I'm sure I've done like sexy costumes, you, you know, did. in the college years. I remember the first year we were together. Well, that wasn't like a, it was like sexy clothes, but I don't think I was supposed to be anyone. No, I think you were just yeah, like, I was just like, let's wear this outfit. Yes, yeah, it's like, it's, like, so it's acceptable for me to wear this out. Yeah, I'm trying to charm this uh, small white man. <laughs> let him, let him see me in a corset that I bought from H and M. Oh God, what a world! But like you, but you've never been into Halloween. You've never been into dress up. No, I really have not. I have not been into it. I don't. It just feels like a lot of work for very little payoff. But like, I like looking at costumes. Like when people are really good at costumes, sure. you go all in. Sure. Oh my god! I'm like, oh my god! Fucking Lucasfilm, Industrial Light and Mag- <laughs> Magic over here. Industrial Light and Maggots, because it's Halloween. Because <laughs> it's scary. <laughs> Industrial Light and Maggots. Yeah, I think I like real life to be real life, and I think it's maybe because like I make fiction. That like I'm like I'm fine, and especially when I was in a sketch duo or like doing stuff at UCB, I'm like I can dress up however I want in this dumb sketch. I just want a real life to to like fade into the background. It's just like another day where you have to try hard. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's so funny. It's so funny. It's just like a day where you have to like do more stuff than just exist. And I'm like, ugh, must I? <laughs> Like, please do not have like a fucking clothing requirement for this day. Uh, I'll tell you what, you you must not do that. But I'll tell you what, you must do if you live in Los Angeles, Naomi. Come to our live show. Yes, baby. Next week, eleven five at the Virgil, eight p.m. We got a great lineup coming therapy together. Live. Robbie Hoffman, a hilarious comic. Irene, too, a hilarious comic. Peter Kim, Tim Murray, Dana Gould, and Arden Marine. Ooh, baby. Ooh, for eight bucks. I mean, come on. That's, Naomi, a night to remember. (laughs) You guys, as always, if you want them ticks, you better go to CouplesTherapyPod.com and get them. Yeah, while you're there, you can also sign up for our Patreon. For only $5, you get two exclusive episodes of just Naomi and me a month. Reminiscing, getting in deep, opening our hearts up, and loosening our butts for you. And also, you can sign up for the mailing list. Uh, We're trying to tour the show more. We're trying to figure out how to disseminate information about couples therapy outside of Facebook, which is a hellscape. So uh, if you'd like to, you know, we don't send them out very often, like every couple months. So you're not going to get spammed from us. But you can sign up for the mailing list there. Also, every once in a while, like last week, we do advice episodes. If you would like to ask questions, you can uh, write us on Gmail or DM us on any of the but social media. We prefer medias. that you give us a call and leave a voicemail. And Boom. our number is 323-524-7839. Okay. So hit us up. Yep. Let us know. And Naomi, I believe you got some stand-up dates coming up. Oh, yes, my dear. You guys, I will be opening for Jonathan Van Ness. Again, November 6th, 7th, and 8th, we will be at the Fillmore in Detroit. We will be in Boston. We will be in Minneapolis. It's all coming together. Oh, man. That's so exciting. Yeah. So if you can get some tickets to see JVN, he's amazing. The show's a really good time. It'll be so fun. And I think, like, now we got to give you a sweet, sweet set. Yes, definitely. A really hilarious, funny set. This first one's popping off. It is from our 
show earlier this month. Yes. You guys, so, this spooky set, season. Spooky season. This set is from Matt Rogers and Greta Teitelman. They're hilarious comedians and besties. You know Matt from the podcast Las Culturistas, the live show Game Show. And this December, you can see him in L.A., New York, and Chicago performing his show, Have You Heard of Christmas? Greta is a comedian and actress you've seen on HBO's Los Spookies, and she hosts the Blair and Greta show every Tuesday here in L.A. She also hosts the podcast The Worst, which you should check out. Really good conversations. So you guys, these two are a good time, and they make me believe in friendship. So get into it. Roll it. Wow, great to see you all. Wow. So So weird weird. and planned that we are dressed the exact same. So weird and planned. Yeah, it's weird that we planned it. (laughs) Down to the cocktail. Yes. Down to the cocktail. You want a cab, and I said Malbec, and you got Malbec. I actually, and that is our relationship. I'll say I want one thing. Greta will say she wants another thing. I'll say I want that other thing. (laughs) That is what it is. Is it? Yeah, oftentimes in the morning. So we have a so little background on us, right? Little background. Do you Uh, know? Do they know the background? (laughs) (laughs) Does anybody know the background? Does anyone know that? No, I'm gonna tell them the background. So we live together in a house. Mm That is not, uh, and I don't pay rent for it. She lives there with her fiance. Yes. And I live there in their extra we room. Ad- we took him in. We adopted him. When we first got him, he was a matted little dirty thing we found on the side of the road. They shaved and me I off. And I completely fell in love. And I said, let's keep him. I had to pay $300. That was it. The adoption fee. And that is at max what I am worth. <laughs> And that's with all the clothing on my body. So are you keeping going? Um, yeah. So basically what, what happens in the morning is like we get up and then we go to groundwork on Larchmont no, hold Boulevard. On. What? What happens in the morning is we're asleep. My fiance goes to Larchmont on groundwork while we rest because we need to be gorgeous. <laughs> He's my daddy. Yes. <laughs> Abe Schwartz. And he... We, we, we promised he would, we you would laugh, speak but it's of his him. Name. It is his name. Don't laugh at his name. <laughs> Anti-Semitic, okay? Literally, she um, had a Jewish b- boyfriend, so I got a Jewish yes, boyfriend. Yes, <laughs> that's what's happening. So he goes and gets us coffee, and then I wake up, and I am sleeping in underwear and a T-shirt because yeah, I'm safe with this crazy guy at my house. I'm you know? not a threat. No. And then I come out. And then I start drinking my coffee, enjoying my quiet morning. And then Matt mm. will crack the door. Already performing at 8.05. Just, I'm, like, I swear, I'm, not, I'm <laughs> truly not making this up. This is, I'm dead fucking serious. He cracks the door and he kind of just like peeks out. I wait to be noticed. He's like this. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Sometimes for a long time because there's no. She'll be, sometimes she'll be sitting in a different part of her home, and I'll hear and it. And that'll be really ruin my morning. <laughs> and I'll do this, and I'll, so, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen. Okay, and I'm and I'm Greta, like minding my own business, living my life. Ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> okay. the Oscars says he deserves them all. <laughs> for the first time today, Matt. And then I come out. For the first time today, Matt. So yes. basically, it's me announcing myself yes. to the house. Yes. And then he comes in, he sees his coffee, he takes a sip of it, puts it down, and then he goes, AB? AB, my dad. Her fiance. 
can you give me an iced coffee instead of this one? <laughs> so he started to do this thing. He started to get real, I guess, bold and just gets me whatever coffee in the morning. And he has not been there when we go to Groundwork and he sees me watch you order an iced Americano. So he doesn't know that I order iced Americanos now mm-hmm. because he, he hasn't been there to watch no. me watch you. Exactly. And that's a lot of dads. And that's, that's a, a lot, lot of dads. dads. That's a lot of dads. That's they don't, dads they, across America. Yeah. That's a lot of dads that's and gay sons. For a gay son and, a, and, a, and an Abe, I think we do have a good relationship. You guys are connected, though. One time I was out, no one answering my phone calls, wondering if anybody wants ice cream, come home. They're in my bed together watching Dumplin'. Yeah. <laughs> the Jennifer Aniston movie on Oh, my Netflix. God. One of the stars of Dumplin' is yeah. here tonight. Um, I thought it was good. Um, no, Dumpin was really good. Dumpin was actually you guys really loved good. It together. So get this, get this, you guys. Abe works at Netflix. So this is a streaming platform that came before most of the other ones. And mm-hmm. a lot of the reason why you have so many options for streaming platform is because Netflix really <laughs> made it a a thing. So when next time you're streaming on Hulu or Amazon, just Amazon, you better remember Daddy works Netflix. Netflix. Okay, so because he works at Netflix, I get to get all the content early. And (laughs) this is gonna get him fired, maybe. Uh, (laughs) Oh shit! It is on a podcast. No, so he lets me stream every single thing before it airs. It's accidental. You don't know. You're just you're just sitting there. I I don't know. I happen to I happen upon all these things. You happened upon a week early screening of Of Dumplin'. I thought Dumpin' was really good. I want to make it clear. I thought Dumpin' was Abe really thought good. I thought Dumplin' was excellent, too. I thought Dumpin' was excellent, and I thought that Jennifer Aniston gave a tour de force. Yes. And guess what? If that's in screening in the big uh, screens and not just the small screens, that's an Oscar that's nomination. That's an Oscar nom. That is an Oscar nom. The one she didn't get for cake. Cake. Uh, she Again, poured. not a threat to her sexually. <laughs> Very no, no, gay. no, no. And I love it. Yeah. Um, what oh, else? What we, else? What, we yesterday. We oh, had a day. We had a day yesterday. We went to the Halloween Horror Nights. Who's gone? Universal? No. Universal Studios Florida? You guys don't okay, like it? Okay, no one? Well, it's one of those things where it's like, so, so it's very important to me, theme parks. And he's um, really opened my mind. He's really making me more cultured and expanding <laughs> my horizons. I now love a roller coaster. <laughs> no, one time Matt was like in my kitchen and he was like very stressed. And then all of a sudden he pulls up his computer and I see him watching something and he gets very relaxed. And I'm thinking, maybe he's doing a guided meditation. And I look, he's on a fake roller coaster ride. So one thing, life hack, one thing you can do to calm down if you're a fucking freak is you can watch POV roller coaster rides. I don't know if this rides. is a life hack. <laughs> it's a life hack. This stresses me the fuck no, out. I'm life hack because you can get all the thrill of being on a coaster without actually having to go on one and you can do it from your kitchen living room wherever you can put a laptop so now you know I like to stay on it we watch the 2021 coaster releases at Six Flags Minneapolis you have no idea what's coming you know you have no idea what's coming you have no idea what's coming so we went to Fright Night we went to Fright Night so yeah which is spooky it's frightful 
So we, all, me and all my friends were in the park already, and this is how you know it's a very good close relationship. I said, we can't let Greta come find us in the park because there were many men running around with chainsaws yes. trying to, I guess, kill you. Yes. Um, I guess the whole point of Fright Night is like, see how close they can come to see yes. them like they're going to fucking kill you. Yes. And that's The whole point that's is, fun. let's see how close we can get to you carrying a chainsaw without touching you, which yeah. is this. They literally come up in your face. They literally come up in your face, and a woman who was Lupita Nyong'o herself yes. in the Us maze, yes. Lupita yes. herself, yes. came up to us with a scissors Scissor. and said that. Yes. She said She said that. that. She said that. And it's such production. Say and it with me on three. One, one two, two, three. Production, production value. Yes. That in every room you through go in. Through the room. Through the roof. You hear Miss Lupita's voice saying. <laughs> and, you, and you say. Oh. And you say. Holy shit. You say. We, when we get excited about something. We say. Um, and so that's it. We were grooving. We were grooving all night. Because oh there were so God. many Lupitas. If you like, thought that's a groove, that's a groove, that's a groove. Every single Lupita in there was coming at us with scissors, oh. doing that, and we were growing. And then oh yeah, and you know who else was a groove? Elizabeth Moss in there. Oh, but that bitch didn't look like Elizabeth no, Moss. No, which is why I loved her. No, I looked at her in her eyes and I said, <laughs> yeah, "Okay, bitch." <laughs> <laughs> I said, "I nice said, try. sure, bitch." Like. And you know what's crazy? Tim Heidecker was actually in there. He booked the, the maze. That's the job he's you know doing who now. Also was not was bad casting. Who? Winona in Stranger oh, Things. Oh yeah, there's a Stranger Things maze, and that was bad casting too. She did not like, look no. like Winona. I was like, she's 18, just off the boat from Idaho, yeah. in a bad way. No, it was an 18 year old girl. Yeah, that's what I said. Wait, maybe it was supposed to be the 18 year old girl in Stranger Things. No, because she was in there being like, what's her son's name? Uh. Will. She's going to be like, Will! Will! This is so crazy how it's all come around and it is an advertisement for Netflix. (laughs) Everyone should be, you knew it was Will because you watched watched Netflix. Netflix. And this podcast is now an ad (laughs) for Netflix. Stream and dream, I think is the (laughs) tagline. Um, so we had overall a good time, although you left early and I was actually a little okay, mad. Okay, left early. I left at 1 a.m. <laughs> He's like, you left early. The park was open until 2 a.m. I walked five and a half miles. You were doing that passive aggressive thing, which was like, and I'm not mad. Oh, wait. <laughs> Hold on. <laughs> you were doing that passive aggressive thing, which was like you and it's like whenever you're in a large group and three people have like had it and four people are still having fun. The three people who have had it have like small micro conversations with just their eyes that are like, hey, are you fucking done? Like, I'm done. And they think that these no, o- other is- people don't see the micro conversations, but I can see them and I'm actually very perceptive. <laughs> this too. is the micro conversation I was having was this. I'm really tired. Yeah, and that's a microaggression towards me. <laughs> and you were having fun. And you, di- I was having so much fun. And then they did a thing. But where it's I like, bought sour should patch. Should we go? I bought sour patch. You did. I don't, but I don't like sour patch. But <laughs> I gave a zhuzh of 
candy sugar fun yeah. to the crowd. You did. And honestly, that was it, it's it's and actually that's teamwork. Teamwork. Everyone was sort of fading, drifting, and then I was like, maybe I'll buy this bag of sour patch. Yeah. And then I got them. Suddenly everyone wanted to go Ghostbusters maze. Everyone wanted to go to fucking psycho clowns from space maze. Everyone it was called to do like that. psycho clowns from space, and that is what they were. And that I'll is say. exactly what the they were. The advertisement was the actually water on point. Spritz. We didn't even talk about that. Oh, there was water. The oh, production was value water. was through the roof. This through is also an advertisement room. for <laughs> Halloween Horror Nights. <laughs> we came up here and are like, fucking go do mainstream Wait, shit. Did we get the light? Yeah. No. Are we done? So we have one more minute. Oh, we have two we minutes. We have two more minutes. So this is crazy. In some in some cultures, the light means one minute. And in others, it means two. In some cultures, and, and some... And I will say in L.A., Two. Two. In LA, too. In New York, and that's why it's called a New York Minute. A New York Minute. minute. That's actually why it's called that's that. That's why it's called a New York yeah, look Minute. Look that up. That's in textbooks. It is. It's called a New York Minute because of that. They don't teach that in the they schools. They don't, but they'll teach that not in school. Yeah, but okay, so um, a quick a quick 90 seconds on how we met. Oh. Which I like this story. Okay. So And we also, we, we have a dispute on how we met, but I know how we met. And I you don't. remember meeting you, but you don't remember no, meeting me. No, I do remember me. meeting you. So basically, we were at a large birthday party. It was Joel Kim Booster's birthday birthday party and it was all yes Joel someone knows Joel revolution wow, Joel oh my god revolution. someone knows Joel, Joel absolutely go off very very go very. off he is famous he is famous and I want you all to know we were with him last night <laughs> at Universal you yeah. know who's and you know <laughs> whose life was saved by those sour patch Joel Kim Booster, Joel Kim Booster. he night. was at Halloween Harness too being uh, microaggressive towards me um, <laughs> but but so he has a birthday party every year, and you tell me if this is problematic. It's all gay men and one woman. And you're and you're called the honorary woman. woman. Yeah. <laughs> and so that year, that year, it, the, the honorary year, woman was the you. The year was 2015. The year was 2015. I don't know what that means, but we were. It was a different time. It was a different time. It was before you know. It was the past. It was. It was before it you was know. Before the time. The time. <laughs> that we are. <laughs> so okay, so Greta and that so Greta is like hot, has great clothes, so confident and powerful. Not with no, you. no, yeah, hundred <laughs> percent. And I'm there like white knuckling a bad relationship. Yes, like but I'm also there with my boyfriend, like this is working. <laughs> and um, do you remember? You couldn't. You could only see me, but if you could have seen me, I saw you, but I didn't see you. You would have known. Right. And it's also psycho to me that what? there was a time in my life where when I was going through something so crazy and wasn't and telling I you. I know. <laughs> it's but I know, but I knew. But you knew, psychically. Psychically, I knew, and I know. Yeah, and so this is the thing. Is all I want to say, Greta's hair. If you can imagine it, like. Six inches longer. You look so crazy. If you can imagine Greta with six inch longer hair, that's Matt, a fucking intimidating no, bitch. No, 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 no. Matt insists. He says to me, when we floor met, your hair length. was below your It was breasts. floor length. Her, her hair was to the ground. And I said, Matt, never in my life have I had that length hair. And to this day, he's like, you did? It was so you long. You did? And I show him pictures. Rapunzel he ass. said it was longer than that. And I say. It was. She has kept it. For, she wants to be right about this, but her hair used to I've be. I kept it from she him. She would have to pick it up and carry it. <laughs> um, but I'm at, But all I'm saying is, I couldn't. I. I am so privileged. I am so privileged. You better fucking cry. <laughs> to be your son. <laughs> uh, and I hope that if I ever spawn. Oh God, I'm fucking. That just made me so mad to think about you having a kid. No, I'm done. I'm out. 
Hey guys, Naomi here. Don't you feel like there are like chemicals in everything and they're all sketchy? Even when you try to be healthy, it's kind of part dangerous. Well, that's me, okay? And that's why I'm really into native body care products. They create simple, safe, effective products that do not have aluminum, parabens, or talc. They've got stuff like coconut oil in them. You know what that be? Shea butter. That's some regular shit I could spell. Tapioca starch. Okay? And they don't do animal testing. What I like about Native, and I'm talking about their deodorant especially, it comes in so many great scents that are natural and still smell good, and they actually work. They've got scents like coconut and vanilla, which is very popular, lavender and rose, cucumber mint, or my jam, eucalyptus and mint. Oh, my God. Simple ingredients, good for you, and it works. You can make the switch to a natural deodorant and not be funky. Native has over 8,000 five-star reviews. So, you know, I'm telling you what's what, but a lot of other people agree with me. So you might as well try it because it's aluminum-free, it's safe, it's effective. So if you want to give Native a try and you want to maybe get 20% off your first purchase, go to nativedeodorant.com and use promo code THERAPY at checkout. Again, that's nativedeodorant.com and use promo code THERAPY during checkout for 20% off your first purchase. So use that, get something nice, and let me know how it go. Okay, bye. And we're back. Oh, Naomi. I mean, look, Matt, we, we know Matt forever. Greta's a newer friend. What wonderful people. What wonderful people. So funny. I also love that they were dressed the same. <laughs> Did not plan it. I was like, you really are on the same wavelength. Mm. But, you can you check know, out pictures on our Instagram page. They were talking about Halloween Horror Nights, and you and I recently partook of the Nights of Horror. <laughs> the Nights of Horror. <laughs> Ooh, that's a good... Hey, let's pitch that cartoon. Spelled K-N-I-G-H-T-S. Oh, yes, yes, yes. But it's like... It's kind of like... Stay with me here. I don't like pitch. Camelot. <laughs> Right, so it's Arthur, but like he has to battle. So Morgan Le Fay has taken over, wow, and turned Camelot into a hellscape, a horror night itself. And he has to battle back. And like Lancelot and all the knights at the Round Table, they've been corrupted, mm-hmm. and he has to go and uh, uncorrupt them somehow. Stop giving away these ideas, Andy. You have so <laughs> many great pitches on our podcast that you should really just like put them in a book. Well, copyright, Andy Beckman, <laughs> two thousand nineteen. Did you have fun at Halloween Horror Nights, Andy? I did. I'm not a horror head, but recently in Los Angeles, I have a lot of, I've made friends that are into horror. So I've been doing more horror things. And uh, Didn't you go to a horror pop-up shop? I did. I did. (laughs) We talked about that on the Patreon. So, uh, hey, hey, if you want to hear more about that, (laughs) go to the Patreon. Oh my God, you're so rude and so messy. (laughs) I mean, it's funny though, because you don't want to give away that gold for free, (laughs) Naomi. You don't like (laughs) I, it's funny because I like to be scared, but I like to be scared like with someone. Like I love, like I will be like, I love the idea of like, hold my hand, I'm scared. I'm like, I'm a girl and I'm scared. Oh yeah. But you play you, your gender and you like grab my like but shoulders. You, but it's so funny because like you hate it. That's the thing about it. It's like, I'm. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. 
So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Can we take a minute and talk about skims? Now, you know I'm a recent skims convert, having tried their underwear in the last few months, and I am now living lifted, supported, changed. So I decided to keep trying new stuff. And let me tell you, Skims Basics and Foundations are where it's at. Yes, I recently got the Soft Smoothing Seamless t-shirt. And y'all, it is so comfortable. It's been the perfect layer for me. I'm rocking it under a cardigan or a sweater when I want to keep it fitted and fabulous and not look all bulky. I mean, y'all know I'm back to work. Hashtag blessings. And I'm definitely that girl who is always cold in the office, okay? I need my layers. But I'm still trying to look put together. And the Soft Smoothing Seamless shirt is helping me get it right. And I also got the boyfriend t-shirt in Heather Gray, and it is so friggin' soft and comfortable, and it's giving casual but intentional when I wear it with a pair of jeans. I'm feeling very good in it. So if you want to give these and other basics a try, shop the Skims t-shirt shop at skims.com. Now available in sizes extra, extra small through 4X. Thank you for the range, Skims. If you haven't yet, be sure to let them know we sent you. After you place your order, select podcast in the survey and select our show in the drop down menu that follows. Again, that's skims.com. Go check out everything they've got in the new t-shirt shop. Dear listeners, Andy here doing the ad read again, and today we're talking about me undies. As the male half of couples therapy, I was asked to do this one because we're talking about boxers, which, and I hope I'm not breaking any confidences, Naomi does not wear. Now, if you're a podcast listener like me, you've heard plenty of ads for me undies, and frankly, I had always thought it's underwear. How special can it be? And then I tried them, and friends... It is like wearing magic. It is like wearing a dream. It is so soft, there is nothing earthly I can compare it to. I am embarrassed, absolutely embarrassed to say I'm middle-aged and just finding this out. But the material your underwear is made out of really does make a difference. I won't say where I usually get my boxers from, but... For comparison, me undies are like wearing a cloud covered in angel's feathers, and the other ones I wear are like wearing a bear trap smothered in puke. Me undies got style for everyone, from all black classics to fun expressive prints in sizes extra small to 4XL. And they use sustainably sourced materials and work with partners that actually care for their workers. Also, I gotta point this out, there is a particular technology that the folks at Me Undies would like me to discuss. Now, you know Naomi is sex negative and I am sex neutral, so I didn't want to have to say what this technology is, so I asked friend of the show, friend in real life, Mort Burke, to say the phrase. So, okay, here it goes. For any listeners with penises and testicles, I can say medical words, I can say medical words, you might be interested in me undies sophisticated contoured pouch and ball caddy. What's that again, Mort? They're incredibly comfortable contoured pouch and ball caddy. Wonderful. Thanks, buddy. Okay, soft underwear comes in all packages at MeUndies. So to get 20% off your first order plus free shipping, go to MeUndies.com slash therapy. That's MeUndies.com slash therapy for 20% off plus free shipping. MeUndies, comfort from the outside in. 
convinced that you're scared because like we're horror nights and I'm trying to hold your hand and you're like pushing me away. And I think it's because you're on edge. Okay, you guys, we went through several houses. As Matt and Greta said, honey, production values. Okay, it was intense. It is a full experience. We splurge for express passes so we didn't have to wait in line for like an hour and we could just like go into as many houses as possible. Um, And... I like, I know I'm going to be scared and I like it, but I'm like, I'm not alone. I'm with this group. I have Andy. So I'm like trying to hold your hand because there's like so many jump scares and people just coming out at all, you know, from all angles. And I go to hold your hand and you're like kind of like pushing my hand away. And I'm convinced it's because I'm spooking you by touching you. Because you were tense. When we went into the Killer no. Clowns from Outer Space sure. House, you were on edge. So let's explain this. If you don't know what Halloween Horror Nights is, uh, here- I thought Matt and Greta explained it. Well, I'll just like, <laughs> you know, uh, uh, Universal, right? They they Universal take, Studios. Universal here Studios. In they Hollywood. take the back lot and they build this elaborate kind of, like there's different houses. So Killer Clowns from Outer Space. And every year they change what the houses are. Like last year, one of them was like Ash versus the Evil Dead. And The Shining was another one. And basically they build like a little, it's not a maze because there's only one way to go through it. But uh, there's like jump scares everywhere. It, thematic jump scares. <laughs> so whatever it is, Killer Clowns from Outer Space, Ghostbusters. What was another one from this time? Stranger Things. Stranger as they things. already mentioned, the house from us. And they were not kidding. Those oh, Lupitas no, no, no. were fierce. And I was very much convinced because I was like the only black person in the like in the group. I was like, they're going to come after me. I was like, they're going to see me. And then at one point I kept yelling. Because like when I go through those houses, I am very much like that, that, what is it, that stereotypical character, like a black lady in a movie theater who's taught. Like, I'm walking through the houses and I'm like, don't you, leave me alone, Lupita. I'm like yelling at the actresses. You're the... Only black ah! woman we've seen for a while. Even the Lupita voice as done by Andy is scary to me. But I was like, oh, God, they're coming. And, like, you know, they have it where they have actors and stuff, obviously, doing this. And so some of it will be, obviously, um, mannequins or dummies. But, like, that's what got me in the Us house. There was a point in which we were walking by, and it was, like, the four of them. And I was like, I don't think they're real. But then, like, the one on the end playing the little boy, like, jumped out and moved. And I was like, okay, okay. Like, I was like, okay, anything's possible. And he moved like the little boy in us. It was, I was like, okay, now this shit is scaring me. And like, legally they're not allowed to touch you, obviously, the actors, they can't actually get in your face. Hashtag me too! No. (laughs) They can't actually, but they can get very, very close to you. Like, they can literally be inches from your face, and Lupita coming by. And the thing is, you know it's very choreographed, they have it on the beats, and so after a while, so then I'm trying to like walk through being like, okay, I'm like, they just jumped out. I think I have a good 20 seconds or 30 seconds to cross that same area before someone jumps out again. It's like a video game. So basically like there are these areas where you know someone's going to jump out. And so it's like to, in my head, I was playing Mario Brothers and I was like timing the leap across a pit right. or while like uh, enemies fight or timing the leap across one of the uh, one of those plants that comes out from the ground from one of those pipes. Yes. So, okay. So why did I, why did I bat your hand away? Okay. First of all, the way that you're going through these things, there's only room for one person to go through at a time. So that's well, one reason. Two people who are holding each other closely. Go ahead. <laughs> but another reason was I, there were certain places. Now I, I don't like jump scares, mm-hmm. but I don't find, like, I don't like them in a way that like, cause I live a life of fear. I'm already True. like in a, uh, 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 formaldehyde jar of fear on a mad scientist shelf. <laughs> like, what can we do if we soak this person in fear for their life and, and let them go out into the world and see what happens? 
So when I'm in a situation where there are things actively trying to scare me, I'm already on edge. Yep. I know. But like there's a level in a lot of these places. Like there was things like we went into a house that was like Frankenstein versus the Wolfman, which yeah. is a movie from what, the 1930s? Yeah, it's an old, it's an old one. I never saw it. Yep. I, I know the like the universal monsters, the dark universe <laughs> exists. But, you know, none of those things scare me because they're kind of hokey now. Even when I was a child, they were hokey. Like that kind of old school Frankenstein. I was just like, yeah, all right. That's not that, you know, Monster Squad is not even scary. Yeah. And Wolfman's got, uh, you know, nards. So if there's anything scary, it's an animal with genitals. <laughs> <laughs> I like my animals to to not have any kind of genitals, you know. I I forgot where you started. Like, I don't know where you're going. And so like, I lost where you were. I was like, so I was like, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. Okay, I'm creating wait. my own maze of fear. <laughs> you really, I'm, like, I'm like, wait, 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 what? Right. The universe. So it's th- those kind of things. They're like, they don't really scare me because I don't have any like the real things didn't scare me. Like the actual movie or like creep show. Right. I've never seen creep show or read the comic or anything like that. So it didn't scare me. But you get into killer clowns from outer space. Ooh, Ooh killer when clowns. I was a child. There were two. Scary movies that really got to me. One was Killer Clowns from Outer Space, and the second was The Gate. Yes, you and I, we both, we talked about both of these. Both of those got to me too, but also my third, which you saw immediately when we walked into the Universal, into Horror Nights, Child's Play. And there was a friggin' Chucky as soon as you walked in, and I was like, we're gonna need a bigger boat. I was like, I know, I'm because Chucky's already terrifying. We're gonna need a bigger so- boat, we're gonna have to set it on fire and shove it through the gates of Universal into this Chucky thing. Yes, exactly. But so Killer Clown was, was voiced trigger by, the, by the way, it was voiced by there was some comedian somewhere voicing Chucky, like making roasting the people that were passing by. <laughs> I was like, what is this Jeff Ross motherfucker doing up here? So it was those things where there is like a nostalgic fear buried deep within my DNA that really got me, and I tensed up during those things. Nostalgic fear. Because there's a part in the movie Killer Clowns Matter Space where one of the killer clowns murders the police chief and cuts a hole in his back, I suppose, and uses him as a ventriloquist puppet. Can you imagine? And imagine, you know, seven, eight-year-old me sneaking this on HBO. Oh, <laughs> Oh. Well, my parents aren't paying attention. Oh, my God. And that image has stuck with me ever since. So when we got to that point. they Because, I mean, again, the production values, they are recreating the iconic scenes. Right. If you're going through these houses, you're basically like going kind of through the plot of these movies. Yeah. And each little part of it is like a new thing from the, from the film, like a, the next scene or whatever. And when we got to that point, it really, like, there was a part, like, the all my chromosomes were, like, screaming. Yeah. that. But I was also feeling that same way, too. Because I was like, I was like I'm terrified. Why aren't you with me? And then you're like, bah! And like, he was like, you're like, you didn't say it, but I, could get, I felt that body language. I feel like, don't touch me. And I was like, but it was also the other thing I will tell you about Horror Nights that had me too mad. Killer clowns, especially, there were too many houses where you would get wet. The killer clowns, as you know, cl- you know, clowns, they'll have like fake flowers that really spray water or like, like little, yeah, j- that kind of stuff. And they did that in killer clowns from outer space. And it was just like, at one point, first of all, you can't be up in here getting my hair wet and not letting me know. Okay. There needs to be a sign on the house that says you will get wet in this house. Cause I may go there last or change my whole plan. And then also at one point, killer clowns, they spray some and it didn't just get on my hair. It got in my eye. And I was just like. Is this clean water? Where did this come from? This could actually blind me right now. 
but I did not appreciate that fact. You got to tell people who are nice if you are going to moisturize them. If you are going to dampen me, I need to know that so I can make a different choice in my life. Because you have very specific hair care needs. Yes, but it's also just unidentified moisture. I don't know. Like I literally went over it because when you walk through, again, you have the actors playing the characters and people dressed up and it's scary and they're animatronics and everything. But then also my other favorite part, probably in many cases scarier than the actual killer clowns, are the like 19-year-olds whose job they work in that. It horror nights and they're like in the houses wearing all black and they usually have some sort of like little like flashlight just to kind of keep people moving make sure nothing's happening if someone has an issue or whatever but there were so many of those teens that were like looked bored or like creepy themselves there was like that one guy in the stranger things house who was like making creepy faces you remember him where it was no. like okay your job is literally to just direct traffic and help in case of emergency and you over here looking like you trying to torture somebody and some of those teen some of them teen white boys in them <laughs> they are giving off very nefarious energy they should have had an incel house <laughs> like literally i was like some of you are really really stressing me out and you're not even supposed to be the scary part yeah you walk through and you're you're watching as someone gets radicalized by reddit <laughs> I was it was very very intense but I liked it and I'm so happy we got like you know I would have never splurged for passes normally but it's like it's not something you're gonna do over and over so kind of part of me was like all right you go to this once a year let's make sure we can actually see stuff because in some of the houses the lines are so long like the stranger things house the line was over an hour if you didn't have an an express express. pass and it's like so wait you get there and you spend an hour just waiting in line because trust me to me, too, like, the longer you wait, the better it has to be. So if you don't wait long, then you're like, oh, that was fun. Whereas, like, if I'm waiting an hour, I'm building up that anticipation. Right. I'm expecting somebody to rip my heart out of my chest. Right. And Col- then it's just like, Col- oh. style. Exactly. And From uh, Indiana Jones and the Temple of Doom. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, no, there is something about, like, if I had waited any amount of time for any of those, <laughs> I would have been like, what the fuck is this shit? This is not... <laughs> This is not fun. <laughs> this is a waste of my time. I'm furious. I'll tell you what really scared me, Naomi. What scared you? I'll tell you what shook me to my absolute marrow. What? It just pulled the marrow out of my bones. It pulled the marrow out of your bones. Shook it around and then put it back in. Uh, we met up with a friend of ours, Matt. And now Matt was texting me. We're, here's the thing. Here, here's the, the one of the scary things of this night. We were in a group with some of our friends and we knew our other friend was there with a group of his friends. Right. And we were trying to meet up with them. And that can, guys, you guys, if you trying can imagine to wrangle the crowds, the insanity of horror nights. Trying to wrangle two groups, Naomi, is you know that TV show The Terror? Yes. They should dedicate season 3 to two people at a big amusement park trying to get two groups together. Oh my god, the horrors. Because that is absolute terror. But actually, and this is due to you, Naomi, you kept at the texting. (laughs) I gave up. I'm like, this is not going to happen. We're not going to meet up. But we ended up finding Matt. A miracle. Now he says he has his friend Tarim with him. And I go, oh, that's a strange name. Then we meet up. It's Taryn. Taryn Killam. <laughs> SNL and single parents Taryn Killam. Yes. Who you were, you uh, you were what, a special guest star on Single Parents? It wasn't special. It was just a guest. <laughs> I was there. But but yeah, we did. I was on three episodes, so I did like get to talk you to him it. and meet him. Yeah. And so I was like, oh, it's you. And like we had a hug or whatever. But it was like, but then it was like, 
I feel like it was Matt. Matt is the friend of ours who's a horror head, but then he was there with like his cool friends, right? Because it was like Taryn and then a couple other guys who we didn't really know, and so it was like, now I felt like we've infiltrated your crew. Huh? You know what I mean? Because it was a more... But what was scary to me, anytime I'm around someone who could somehow change my life if they wanted to, <laughs> and I'm like, I gotta really? impress this person. I guess I think could change your life if they wanted to is a bit much. A celebrity, any look, maybe not Taryn Killam, but like anytime you're around someone who's like a celebrity, someone who yes, you you you've only seen through film and television. Sure, there's a there's a little part of me where my brain is like, what if I impress this person? And they're like, I gotta get this guy, I gotta get this guy a starring role in Single Parents. <laughs> <laughs> but there is this kind of like that's the deeper fear. Of like, uh-oh, what if I didn't impress them? What if I there was a chance to impress them and I fucked it up? Or yeah. what if they don't like me and now they've blacklisted me in this industry? Oh, my God. So that's that's where the true fear came in, Naomi. That is, that is a sickness. <laughs> that, is, that is honestly the ultimate horror to hear that from you. I'm very worried. <laughs> that, I've, that I've mutated <laughs> out here? Yeah. Well, I'm finding a therapist, so we'll... <laughs> you guys, he's doing it. How spooky! <laughs> Mental health, <laughs> uh, terrifying. Every day is a fresh hell. Ooh, all your neuroses. You could be a different person on the other side of therapy. Scary. Who will I become? Will I lose my edge? <laughs> will I be a better person? <laughs> As you guys contemplate those questions, we're gonna go to commercial and come back with another hilarious set. Hey guys, it's Bobby Bones. I host The Bobby Bones Show, and I'm pretty much always sleepy because I wake up at 3 o'clock in the morning. A couple hours later, I get all my friends together, and we get into a room, and we do a radio show. We share our lives, we tell our stories, we try to find as much good in the world as we possibly can, and we look through the news of the day that you'll care about. Also, your favorite country artists are always stopping by to hang out and share their lives and music, too. So wake up with a bunch of my friends on Big 104.7 in Pittsburgh or wherever the road takes you on the iHeartRadio app. And we're back with another hilarious set, Naomi. Oh, another one, honey, from two people who we love and know. This is a great, great set. Again, from our show here in Los Angeles, Jamie Lee and Joyce Wu. Love them. They are multi-hyphenate queens, okay? Joyce is an actor, writer, director, whose feature film, She Lights Up Well, is available on iTunes and video on demand. Jamie Lee is an actor, writer, comedian you know from HBO's Crashing, MTV's Girl Code, and she's done stand-up on Conan, James Corden, and many other shows. You know Jamie, you love her. Put it together with Joyce. You got a good night. Roll it! Hairs Can all it, over. <laughs> Do, is there anything worse? Thank God I got them before we started. <laughs> you would have been like feeling visceral rage <laughs> towards me and my turtleneck. I, I was trying to prove how close our friendship is by trying to grab that hair off your boob. But oh my God. I no, know. I think we're there, honestly. <laughs> Are it would we? have been Are like, we? thank you for your service. I'm, I'm a little bit intimidated because what? I feel like. The dynamic between mm. a gay man and mm. his best girlfriend. Yeah. Is, oh, yeah. It's it's hard to. Oh, it's yeah. Hard to no, match that. That was really like that was. We're, I know. Level. And they, they rehearsed yes, that. It was incredible. It was incredible. I, yeah. I loved it so much. Um, and also, I have a lot of thoughts on uh, horror nights. Uh, I do. Um, we have you guys gone yet? 
you're, you're, you did go in the past. Yeah, see, I went absolutely not a repeat for me. Like, hard pass on a repeat. What? It is, can I just tell you, because you haven't gone, I've right? never been. It is what so deeply terrifying. <laughs> and you're walking around and you're like, okay, okay, yeah, no, there are kids here and like, ah, you know, like there's the teacups or whatever. <laughs> but why do I feel like I am going to get murdered? Like, literally, I, and I hope yeah. this isn't a spoiler for anyone who's going to be like <laughs> horroring it up anytime soon. But if you go to Not Scary Farm, which is misleading, it is scary. It's not not scary. It's actually the most scary. Go fuck yourself with your false fucking marketing, okay? You go, and you go, you know what? I don't think I'm gonna, I, I just I just don't, I don't feel like going in a haunted house because it's, I just, I just don't need it. I just don't need that level of fear. Well, guess what? The fear will find you. <laughs> Because if you choose to not go on a ride or not go in a haunted house, there are people dressed to like to the horror nines. What do they wear? I mean, deeply, are we like- deeply detailed masks, cloaks. They've got, you know, they're all like is it trying to make it. So it's like, you know, they're really well, that is scary. really committing to a level where you're like, I see what you're doing, congrats, but scale it back. Like literally like hobbling up to you in full ghoul makeup and not like a mask you bought at Party City. No, we're talking their friend spent nine hours working out her like special effects. tutorial final on their face and they come up and they're just like and you're just like ah I didn't sign up for this like it's I think tragic I think the scariest part of that is a bunch of out of work actors who are just trying to practice their craft it's scary on a lot of levels to me that's the existential dread of that's where my life would end up right 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 no it's oh my god I I could talk about it this entire time um (laughs) It's so misleading. Oh, man. I have another thing I want to say, but okay. Go, no, please. No, well, okay. I, okay, go okay. ahead. No, it's fine. Let's just do it. Okay. Yeah, let's, we're in it. Our banter's fantastic. This well, isn't awkward at all. mostly me monologuing about rules. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I have to say, uh, I found out something new about Jamie, which is, I ordered, I said, oh, let me, let me, let oh, me grab your drink. Yeah, mm-hmm. And yeah. she's like, can I have a sugar-free Red Bull and vodka? Yeah. I'm sorry. That, that's my a little that's bit my drink of judgmental. <laughs> yeah. And when I went to order it, I <laughs> you said, were, "You had shame." Yeah, I said, "Could I have a yeah sh- sugar?" I, heard, I saw that. I saw that. I, was I like, had. To, I was I like, I could go spit it out. <laughs> no, she said, "Say my drink, <laughs> bitch." So now is we have a new dynamic in our friendship. Anyone, is I'm, anyone else's drink? P.S. No one's going to admit cool. to that. No cool. One. Yeah, no, no cool, cool, cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah no, yeah, me yeah. neither. And she cool, goes, cool, cool. Yeah. she's like, oh, it tastes different. <laughs> they put, it's because they tried to make it classy. No, look. Because they were so embarrassed. Hello, he's wearing a hat. Did you, have you ever seen them put a lime on a sugar-free Red Bull? They're like, um, it's alcohol, but make it a salad. You know what I mean? Like, I'm like, I'm pretty sure that this is a green juice now. Mm. What am I wearing? (laughs) I love what 
you're wearing. Do you? Your voice went up 50 <laughs> octaves. <laughs> That's just what I do when I'm trying to tell the truth. You're like, you break glass. I do. <laughs> I get that Mariah Carey. I know. I like it. It's cute. I don't know. Um, yeah. It's like a Yorkie being punted. <laughs> um, wait. I, so, I wait. Real couples therapy, though. Okay. We're leaning into the yes, theme of it all. we are. You are going... You... <laughs> you... Been she okay? Whose voice is going breaking up, up? Yes, and now f- full, fully. This is. I think this one's gonna stick. This one's gonna. This I one's think gonna. So. This is. This I can but feel it. This is it. When I met Joyce, yes. we met kind of. Um, I was yeah, a nadir. I would, I would call it a nadir of my life. But yeah, yeah. Well, that's when we a, met, a low point. It, we were. <laughs> I'm not sure. This is okay. LA. I'm sorry. I'm from New York. No, People laugh it. at words like that. I don't know. A dear of your life. Some of I us took like, the GRE. Okay. Oh no. <laughs> okay. Okay. I, now that I've antagonized all of you, feel sorry about my sad love life. All right. No, go ahead. But yeah. when we met, yes. I well, I was intrigued because you're just like a delightful Aww, source of light in my you. life. However, I was especially intrigued when I met you because we happened to be invited to the same girls trip in Ojai. So no, it was like all it different was, groups of women coming together. It was Joshua Tree. Oh, oh, yeah. <laughs> it was, yeah. It was Joshua Tree. And um, I love the correction. Sorry. Um, I mean, I no, like that, was, that was wanted. Uh, yeah. We would never be friends in Ojai. But, um, <laughs> but we were in, we met actually around a fire pit. So again, Joshua Tree. It's true. And, it's true. and you, I remember I was like, oh, like, what's up? And you were just immediately like, yeah, I'm like dating this guy who... <laughs> I really love a lot. Um, he he wants to take some time off to travel around in a van. Was yeah, that? Yeah. yeah, he wanted to. Li- he wanted that li- to be primary oh, residence. Uh, his residence. Yeah, yeah, yes. yeah, yeah, yeah. He wanted yeah. to. Li- I wanted to get married. Right. And he, he just wanted, wanted like to a parked house. Yes. Uh, yes. Right. Yeah. Right. Yes. And I remember just being like. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. 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 That no. It's, it's but true. the way you said it was so like yeah that like I'm. I'm <laughs> You're like, I love I him, very but I'm facts. dealing with, yeah yeah, 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 yeah. But he's like living out like, what's that book with the guy in the van? Uh, something about a sniper? Into Thank the you. Oh, okay. She knew. Because I'm like, this is a vehicle that people use to molest children. I don't know why you'd want to live in it. Right. But... There, no, no, that's she's I just, right. Like, I mean, it's not that's a great, what they're for. It's not a great vehicle. Like, no. it doesn't have a cool history. No, um, no. Yeah. <laughs> I would Not say a great reputation. It's it's like molesting or like dropping off a bomb in Arlington yeah, Road. Yeah. You know what I'm like? Nothing good can come of living. No, I'm no, sorry. No. Vans are, there's too much space. That's there's too much space. Um, and yet not enough. Yeah, and yet know? not enough for living. <laughs> right. Right. Yeah. Well, that's yeah. that's the bummer. I'm just is, quoting. It's a surprise. Yeah. Um, so. But uh, so yeah. So so yeah. So you're you're dealing with a breakup currently. How are you feeling? I Okay. Now that you were like post van, <laughs> my <laughs> voice is in a still post van world. Yeah, I'm just trying to like be very LA about it, you know. Which is like I'm going to yoga class. Right. I planted a medicinal herb garden. Oh, I didn't know that. I like I only know like white forms of healing. <laughs> like I don't know what else this is. 
I have to. This is the framework. Yes. That I'm 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 working with so. yoga, medicinal herbs. Yeah. So yeah. how do medicinal herbs work? Just a quick sidebar. Is it a, <laughs> is it a like you rub them on your body in like a shaman capacity? Uh, or? You can. Oh, you can okay. make a tincture. But there was this. Did you guys hear about this professor at Columbia had to cancel his class because he poisoned himself with oh. elderberry tincture? <laughs> He's like, I didn't want to get a flu shot, so I made my own elderberry okay. tincture, but I didn't cook them long enough, and they apparently have cyanide in them. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So I feel like maybe I need to find another ho- hobby yeah, or way to get. Like, I need to like back have sex with someone else. I don't know. What do people do? I don't know. <laughs> yes. <laughs> is that some? Yeah. No. I, I think, think rebounding is better than do you th- than poisoning. poisoning. <laughs> this is where I beg to differ. This is where I beg to differ. I don't oh. know that it's better. I don't know. Oh. I think dudes. And this mm. is obviously generalization. No, please. It's my favorite They time. can, you know, they can... <laughs> I literally move it go closer. On, yeah, I'm like, go on. No, they can go on Tinder. Rip they can, like, have, you know, sex, meaningless sex. Sure. I feel like as a woman, it's sort of like, as a woman, you always have the option to eat. Mm. People are always going to want to have sex with you, right? Oh, uh-huh. Yeah. So... At first, I was like, it's like yeah, yes. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Th- Do you know yes, what I mean? Yeah, yeah. No, no. Metaphorically. Metaphorically. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I was so, like, I am No, starving. so you're just... <laughs> But it's like, <laughs> if you know the option is there, you're never really hungry. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. I and feel so like, like, wait, okay. Wait, I, I, you have to take food out of it for me. Because okay, every okay, time yeah, you yeah, mention this is, it, I know, like, this is, I know, we're I, just thinking yeah, about the okay, food. Yeah. Basically, what I'm saying is, I don't know that randomly hooking up with someone would make me, I think mm. I would just feel really terrible and depressed. Yeah. Well, that's also where, I think that's where you're at in your healing process. Maybe this is really not. No, 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 no. There, yeah, we're all. But I don't. It's it's like in movies, people always just have random sex. I don't know how that makes you feel better. Yeah. No, I I, I, like dudes are not good at sex off the bat. Oh yeah, no. I'm just gonna yeah. Come on, come on, ladies. This is guy in the back. Okay, you're actually the worst of them all. (laughs) Um, But anyone who objects is no self knowledge. Yeah, but also I think that. It's interesting with rebounds because sort of like the conceit of a rebound is like, I don't fucking care. And this person yeah. sucks and it doesn't matter because like whatever, I'm like getting that dick. But the worst, <laughs> the worst part is when you start dating. Obviously, there are exceptions. People date their rebounds and that ends up like being their partner. But take those like weirdos out of yeah, the yeah, equation. Yeah, yeah. When you actually start dating someone who feels like a rebound and then you're like, oh, I'm I'm in a relationship with like a B minus. Yeah, yeah. You've just, I just downgraded. Yes. And then what's the point of that? Oh my God, can I tell you? Yeah, tell me. Do you have experience with this? I, I dated my, I dated a rebound who was, I fully was like, this guy is, I don't, he was so dumb. I'm not, this is not hyperbolic. He was so dumb that I was like, I don't actually know if he can read. Like, <laughs> not in a, in not in a like, oh, he what? never learned. Like, what oh, were the clues? You know, like the class system. No, like he was a lawyer who I was pretty sure could not <laughs> read text. And it was, uh, he was such a disturbing person. And then on top of it, I remember, and I was like, this will never last. I was with him for six months. That's half of a year. And I remember sort of like the thing where I was like, this is so detrimental because I kind of went into it for like, whatever, sexual fulfillment. Yeah. Was this every, this is, uh, well, let me, okay. So (laughs) he was constantly sweaty because he was like addicted to pills. So that was fun. (laughs) And then also, (laughs) and guys, 
and women, if you, d- I, I don't think women do this. It feels yeah. like a more male characteristic. I'm sorry sure, to generalize yeah, again, yeah, yeah. but also not we're, sorry, this not is sorry. a man hating podcast. Yeah, now. I hope um, you guys know that. But he did the thing where, like, if he, I'm not trying to be like whatever, too vulgar, but no, vulgar. go for okay. it, go for but it. But he would do the thing where he would um go to finger me and like complain that his wrist hurt. <laughs> And to this day, I'm like, I hope that guy got a new wrist because that, I have zero sympathy for that. Your vagina gave him carpal tunnels? Yeah. I was like, you got to get a transplant, I I guess, because the fingering ain't going to stop. So you you broke up with him because he wasn't, he could no longer finger you, but you're okay with illiteracy. Yes. Okay. Just, yes. just to I, make I'm it really, clear. Yeah. Just to be clear. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Well, we have to All wrap right. this up. Yeah. Any final thoughts? I'm glad. I'm glad that you. Um, I'm proud of you. Thank you. You've had a, she's had a, a rough few months for other reasons as well. There's been some family stuff and yeah. in Aww. all sincerity. Yeah. I know I'm like, and family stuff and then it's like, and we gotta go. But yeah, yeah. Um, it's a terrible but tragedy. But no, I, yeah. I am uh, proud of you for breaking up with Man in a Van. Thank you. It's not Thank easy. You. They were together a long time. Bye, guys. Bye. Oh, my God. <laughs> I'm proud of Joyce. I'm proud of Joyce. No more man with a van. No more man with a van. She's, you know what I mean? She's, she's now living her best life. Yes. Literally the entire time we've known her has been this struggle. <laughs> and now she's gone. She's free. She's doing great. She's thriving. Hey, true fear. That's the, that's the true fear that uh, you will fall in love with someone who wants to purposely live in a van. Yeah. 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 Not someone as like forced to by circumstance. Right. Someone who chooses to live in a van yes. for the fun of it. Yeah. For the fun of it. Yeah. This oh, is, God. I'm not Ken Kesey. This isn't the 1960s. It's also like you want to live in a van in 2019. It's like, why don't you just like get a personality instead? You know what I mean? It's like, okay. <laughs> it's like legit van. We're not talking like RV, tiny home, like with the amenities. Legit van. Anyway, she's on the, <laughs> she's on the other side. So are we. I'd let it go. You guys, I hope you like this episode. Yes, I hope uh, I hope we haven't brought too much fear into your heart. Too many fright. I hope we've maybe alleviated some of it and made your lives just a little better. Just like Naomi, you do to my life. Wow, Andy, and you do to mine. All, All right, right, guys. Holla at you next week. Bye. <laughs> Young world, the world is yours. It is I, OCT, the producer of the Baller Alert Show podcast, featuring none other than myself and the kid Ferrari Simmons with your favorite Ethiopian Sue Solo. The Baller Alert Show podcast is here for you, keeping you in the know with the latest of your favorite celebrities, current events, and providing free games to the listeners in need. So join the talk of the town because it's going down. It's the Baller Alert Show podcast, baby. Don't, don't you ever forget. Only cover the latest in entertainment, but we're bringing you the entertainment directly from the source. That's right. We have celebrity guest hosts, exclusive interviews, and it all goes down on the Bother Alert Show podcast. We are your number one source for the culture. So, like DJ Khaled says, don't ever play yourself. Join the conversation today. Head on over to the Bother Alert Show and join me, Ferrari Simmons. Join me, Sue Solo, and it's all produced by me, OCT, on the Bother Alert Show podcast. Available on iHeartRadio app, on Apple Podcasts, or wherever you. Get your podcast. I'm 
Katie Couric. I'm Bozma St. John. I'm an award-winning journalist, if I do say so myself. And I'm a hot-to-trot, trailblazing marketing executive. <laughs> and we're very confident. <laughs> we wanted to combine Bose's business and branding expertise with Katie's natural curiosity to create a podcast responding to this moment in time. Welcome to Back to Biz with Katie and Bose. Each week, we'll interview innovators, creatives, and CEOs to find out how our pandemic present will forever change the business of tech and media, travel and leisure, education and sports, fashion and pop culture. Because in many ways, this has been a really dark time, but it's also a time for reassessing, recalibrating, and finding the light. We're doing 10 episodes, and you can catch them every Thursday. So listen to Back to Biz with Katie and Bose on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your favorite shows. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.